This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Laura and Angela here. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank the sponsor of this week, Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Angela, we are very proud of our Squarespace website. We get a lot of compliments on it. Yeah, and not a lot of people know we have an online store on our Squarespace website. That was a big deal, and actually our listeners were emailing us and we're finally like, hey, Laura said she wanted to do a store. You guys should do it. And so we finally and we did. did it. And I can tell you guys our top seller is our Big Spoon t-shirt. Why are there not enough little spoons in the world? I don't know. But I love that this is <laughs> a thing. I actually, I personally uh, own one of our Big Spoon t-shirts. And I bought my boyfriend the Little Spoon. You guys are cute. And or adorable. It's disgusting. Um, but you know what? It was pretty easy setting up our shop, right? I mean, you I did, did it. it. I did all the work. So and speak for yourself. But yes, <laughs> it was very easy. That's the thing we love about Squarespace is it's easy. Uh, creating your website with Squarespace is simple and intuitive. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. You also get a free custom domain, which is pretty cool. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain for free for a full year. Um, and also you get beautiful templates. Design a best-in-class online store just like us with Squarespace's award-winning templates. The templates are really fun. I'm all about the squares and I know it's called Squarespace, <laughs> but you can do templates that don't have squares. But I've been really into like, I don't know, check out our website. You guys will see it. It's this is why your single show.com. Anyways, but guys, start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code single to get 10% off your first purchase. Now let's, let's start, start the, the show. show. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you need boob confidence. We're sorry for any guys listening out there, but maybe you need some boob confidence you, too. You should be confident in your boobs. <laughs> Everyone should be confident Dudes. in their boobs. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. How much sex would you have to have to train for the Olympic Games and how much sex are Olympians really having in Rio. We're this really is, into the Olympics we're right now. Really excited about the Olympics. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. Hi. Some friend bonding time. Mm-hmm. Hello, Laura. What's going on with your week? Oh, I heard a crazy story that I think you and I hope our listeners are going to love. I could not wait to share it. I took notes. Oh, my God. Um, I was like, is this on the record? And luckily it was. But you don't even have to say your friend's name. You I know. Well, it's actually a friend's story about someone he worked with. So it's right. far removed from All me. Right. And I'm not going to say what it is. I'm, I'm a journalist. Normally, I, if anybody should be asking people something's on the record, it I should be like me. I felt like you. I was channeling you. Well, I don't do it. I just tell people's <laughs> story. I just don't use their name. And, if, and I hope they can't get mad because I'm not using their name. Whatever. Right. What's your story? <laughs> okay. So my friend... Uh, Peter, he used to work with this real guy. name or fake name. Uh, it's actually his real name because oh. <laughs> you're uh, the odds of this person listening are very slim. Okay, so Peter, he used to work with this guy um, who was kind of always a jerk, but then he broke up with his girlfriend and became 
like an insufferable jerk. Then he got really into being a pickup artist. And he I thought went, that was like something from 2006. Evidently, 2005. They, there's still a big community around. Wow. So he went to kind of like a conference uh, for pickup artists. It was like a workshop where you learn, you know, your skills for oh, picking no. up women. You know that I used to be friends with pickup artists. I mean, I'm still friends with You were with friends with the pickup artist. I'm friend. I'm currently friends with Neil Strauss, who wrote the right. game, The Art of the Pickup. The Art of, I don't but know. I don't like, know what the subtitle is. But didn't is. he kind of like infiltrated that community? But yes. he didn't like but invent he, this weird thing. No, he didn't invent. But who really invented it? I'm I don't picking know. Up, Some guy in a is, basement somewhere. No, this has been like around for centuries yes but i also have a friend salim who is he's french he's very sexy he mm. was like a big pickup artist in in france and did I seminars mean, and stuff there are just some questionable tactics but okay so tell me about so what this happened guy with your came friend. back and immediately started um getting hr complaints from women in the office no you're supposed to do this stuff <laughs> at bars not get he was doing fired. work no but he also was like Hey, I'm like really my confidence is like improved from this workshop. Like I'm I'm better at work from being a pickup artist. Yeah. So then he had a meeting with his boss where he asked the boss to compensate him for the pickup artist workshop that he went to because it was improving his workplace uh, attitude. I and thought like, he was getting complaints. Well, he was Didn't know about the complaints. He, I don't know if he knew about the complaints, but he just thought he was like the Doing, shit. He came back and he was like, I'm okay. so great. You should what pay an, me for going to this thing. What a and then he got fired. Wow. Isn't that a As crazy he should. Story? What a crazy. All right. I have to say this. The game gets a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. I, I read the book. I bought one for my little brother. Maybe that's a little creepy, but I did. <laughs> I, I thought I would help him with girls and confidence. And I really think you can. you should be able to take from the book what you want i know mm-hmm. a lot of people when they think of the book they think of negging and like putting girls right. down but it's not really about that what i took from it it's more about how you interact with people and like social dynamics and i took from it that you want to be the most interesting person in the room right. and to not just ask people hey like where are you from uh, what's the weather it's like be be interesting and yeah they teach kind of like some examples are douchebaggy things like, right. oh, I'm, I'm going to do magic for you or pick a number one through 10 or I think I'm going to wear a dumb hat. That for whatever reason, and I'm generalizing here, but I think a lot of douchebags are drawn to things like this. So like the, the game itself gets like a bad rap because maybe. of the people that are drawn to it. Maybe, maybe people use it wrong, but I, I, or, or the wrong people use it, whatever. Maybe both, maybe both. Potentially both. But I don't know. I I really liked the book. I I thought it was very interesting. I I, I like Neil Strauss. Neil's a great, smart, intelligent man. My friend Slim's the coolest dude. I don't know. I don't know. Just just be respectful of women. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When yes. you're doing your magic tricks out there, guys. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's my crazy story. What about you? <laughs> wow. Poor guy got fired. Although not poor guy, but I'm sure he's somewhere wearing a funny hat. He's yeah, fine, probably. Um. Well, mine is stories. It's, not like a downer story, but Uh-oh. okay. So I think on one of our very first episodes, we talked about birth control. Yes. And what I we think on our first episode, I think it was did. our first episode. And I said that I was a big proponent of IUDs. Mm-hmm. And you've had some friends that have used them who have had some trouble with them. That, yeah. I have had not, well, initially had a bad experience because it kind of, the first month was a little wonky. It hurt. There was like, uh, spotting spotting but, right. but once their bodies get used to it they they love it yeah well i never even had initial problems but it really hurt putting it in it's only like three minutes of pain but it like felt like someone was like grabbing my ovaries and like 
like squeezing them. <laughs> That's why I don't have one because I'm scared of pain. I know. Okay, but I had it for seven years and it was like the best seven years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not because of my IUD, but for many reasons. Um, right. But it gave me, um, I was able to have kind of, I was able to have sex and not be scared of getting pregnant. It was like mm-hmm. a weird anxiety free sex. By the way, we're not doctors. Talk to your doctor. Oh my blah, God. Blah, blah, this blah, is blah, a, blah, we're in the comedy section blah, blah, of blah, iTunes. Blah, blah, blah. But basically, <laughs> I went for me personally. This is a personal story, guys. I'm not effing doctor. Um, <laughs> Do you like our disclaimers? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, people, our listeners are not dummies. They yeah. know to do the research. But then, you know, we get emails sometimes. Yeah, not really. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, even if I was taking birth control like every day at the same time, I'd be like, what if I was a few minutes off and now I'm going to get pregnant? Right. Or like, right. what if the condom didn't work? And like, I was always mm-hmm. taking like the morning after pill, like, like just in case. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was not a good situation. But no, anyways, it's I stressful. Loved, I loved IUD. But recently, a couple weeks ago, I had to get it taken out because I had reached the time when it could be in and I was going to get a new one. But then I was really scared of that pain from seven years ago. <laughs> and so I was in the doctor's office and I made like a game time decision. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on birth control again. Right. I got so depressed. The birth control. Yeah, that happens. You met me that week. Did I seem different? You just kept saying that you were depressed. <laughs> I was. I was calling out for help. I felt like a shell of myself. Nick came into the, we were supposed to go on a double date. And, uh, I like couldn't get ready. Like everything I was trying on, I felt like it wasn't fitting. I didn't look good. Like I could, my hair, I couldn't, I wanted to pull like a Britney Spears move and like mm-hmm. shave my head off. Like, like I couldn't wear my hair down. I couldn't wear right. it up. I just like felt gross. And he came into the room and I was sitting on the bed, just staring off into the abyss. And he walked in. He was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just sitting here. And he's like, are you okay? What's wrong? I was like, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable. And he's like, w- with me? With with what? I was like, in my own body. I'm com- uncomfortable in my own. It was rough. So I, anyway. That's I, hard. That's hard to advise on in, yeah, when you're was, in Nick's shoes. But I have to say, so I guess two things I learned here is that like birth control really can affect you. some people. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's and, a big problem. With it. It's hard as a woman deciding what kind of birth control to use because there are pros and cons to it all to everything and then the second thing i learned is how sweet nick was when i was Aww. depressed and the shell of a human he came in and he was like are you okay and i told him i was like you my birth control is making me really depressed for two weeks i've been depressed i realize what it is now and he's like what why don't take it what are you doing what can i do for you like how can i help you should have been like don't get take it to me no <laughs> <laughs> never don't touch that beautiful penis um but he was so sweet. And I was like, I just, I was like, we don't want to use condoms, right? Like we're in high school. He was like, what are you talking? It's not a big deal. No, we'll, I'll go get some condoms. We'll use condoms. And I was so, it just made me realize I should have just talked about it with him in the first place. And he was so sweet about it. And I had this idea from, I don't know, pop culture and media that guys hate right. condoms and condoms are gross and guys don't want to use condoms. And Nick was like, uh, condoms are fucking fine i'll get some condoms and i don't know you know what when it's between no sex and sex with condoms <laughs> i think condoms win for most guys yeah that's true so but don't he, believe the hype he was really sweet about it but i don't know that's what's going on with me i don't have any exciting stories because i was i was uh no that's good i was a low it's relatable person for <laughs> two weeks i feel better now i feel great good because you changed you changed birth control i just stopped all oh, right you it. stopped we're gonna try condoms, condoms for a little bit that's ain't no shame in that nope. game 
You got you ready to talk about what's in the news? Yeah. Let's talk about what's in the news. What have you been reading about Angie Pie? So obviously the Olympics are in the news. All right. Uh, we've been tuning in to gymnastics and weightlifting and such. It's all very exciting. So Angela and I, when we have writing meetings and Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be working on scripts and pilots (laughs) and whatever, uh, yesterday we spent two hours (laughs) instead of writing. Don't tell the production company (laughs) that, uh, (laughs) We just were watching uh, Googling clips of yeah. Olympics. But the cool thing about the Olympics is you don't really need the volume on. It's it's good background. Yeah. You just like look up and you're like, oh, look at that girl doing a something. But you can't really write while it's on. At least I can't. Um, I can. I love the drama of the Olympics. I'm like, oh, Michael Phelps is, it has a, a rivalry with that guy close to love, whatever his yeah. name is. But he beat him. I know. It's all very exciting. But the other thing that's going on oh, in the, the, news. At the Olympics oh, yeah. is what? a lot of sex, as oh, right. as we know. Um, so Broadly uh, did this really strange piece. I'll go ahead and say it. It was strange. It said, uh, could you sexercise your way to Olympic gold? And it's by Gabby Bess. And basically, she did the research for like um, how much sex you would have to have to train for the Olympics. Because sex is a form of exercise. So they say. Depending who's on top. Hey. Um, they say that there are actually surprisingly many health benefits to sex, including you have lower blood pressure, um, improved heart health, and experts suggest that sex could keep you in shape for a while. And they said, like, depending on who's on top, who's on the bottom, like, oh. what positions you're doing, you're working different muscles. Yeah, because let's be honest, when I'm on the bottom, like, I'm You're not, not I'm not doing that much but like much. but then Nick's in like a plank position for a while <laughs> but also planks are hard to hold if you're like me you're hold, sucking in your fat stomach but that's using muscles that's true um, that's true so <laughs> they I think it's just so funny that the reporter contacted this woman um who is a uh like a health scientist who had to answer this stupid fucking question from broadly and she said you would really have to be dedicated to a strict sexercise regimen to become an international gold medalist you would probably have to have sex all day to uh for four years to equal the amount of training that a marathon runner does but you know what if you're joining the olympics you're working out all day you work out like eight hours a day right right so maybe you need not that different no maybe you need some recovery time but yeah. But also this, I don't know. I don't know if I believe those statistics because if you're having sex once a day, I think you have to have like, like how, adventurous sex. Like you can't have a passive sex. Are you having like eight hour sex though? Yeah. You, well, that's what you'd have to do if it, it's between running on the treadmill or running on some dick. Oh my God. That's not even an expression. Oh I just God. made it up. All right. You want to know what I've been reading about? <laughs> yes. Also the Olympics. Okay. okay. What I was, else? I was reading CNN. This is an article by Jacqueline Howard. Beautiful. It's about whether sex is good or bad for Olympic athletes. Now, Ooh. we all know there's a lot of rumors about Olympic athletes having sex in the Olympic Village. People are always like, what happens in the Olympic Village stays in the Olympic Village. Do they say that? Yeah. I hear that from my Olympic friends. Because <laughs> of course, Laura has Olympic friends. I do. You know my Olympic friend. She has one friend in particular. Yeah. Can I? Can we disclose his name? No. He's... I feel like that's disrespectful to Nick. Yeah. I I'll used just, to. Ho- I used to hook up. I'll with just a re- say he's in shape. I, that doesn't I, give anything away. I used to hook up with a really hot Olympic athlete. Yes. 
and he's a really nice guy. We don't really talk anymore, but if I saw him, he's always so sweet. He had a big penis. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't give anything this away is disres- either. That's disrespectful okay. to Nick. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. About 450,000 condoms were allocated this year for athletes. Also, wait, pause. Mm-hmm. I think in our book, when we say who we've hooked up with, I said Olympian. So it's not like you I'm did. saying something that... All right. All right. Anyways, <laughs> 400, almost half a million condoms were allocated this year for athletes to have safe sex. Allocated by the, like... I don't know by who. Organizers of the Olympics. Sure. <laughs> in the village, there were half a million uh-huh. condoms being by the villagers going around. <laughs> Um, but people always say like, is sex good? Is sex bad? Some people suggest that abstaining from sex could increase frustration, frustration and aggression and boost energy. So increase frustration, really in a good way. Yeah. So like, you'd be like so mad. You like you, you building up all the energy and then you take it out into the field. For example, Mexico's soccer team announced in 2014 that its players were asked to abstain from sex during the world cup in Brazil in order to maximize their athletic performance. But the team lost in round 16. So who knows if it worked. So there goes that theory. On the other hand, MMA fighter Ronda Rousey told Showtime's Jim Rome in 2012 that she tries to have as Wait, Ronda much. Ronda Rousey, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Man, Ronda man. Rousey. As She tries to have. A... Thank you. I'm hey. Sorry. I'm really into. Bo- MMA. What does she do? Bo- yeah. MMA. <laughs> and I used to be the sports reporter. <laughs> so sad. Uh, anyways, Ronda Rousey uh-huh. said that she tries to have as much sex as possible before a fight because it's really? been linked to higher testosterone levels in women. So what is the real story? I don't know. It's inconclusive. Inconclusive. I always imagined that all the sex was happening after their sport was done and they're like, whoo, I am done. I'm going to relax. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would think if you're trying to focus on something, but who knows? Basically what people say is all in all, athletes attending the Olympic Games in Rio, they shouldn't really worry. Um, Sex is fun. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. However, if concentration is important, uh, this professor of endocrinology and medical <laughs> sexology, Emmanuel Janini, says she would avoid sex for a few days before the game. And it's really only an issue if it's going to affect your lack of sleep. So hmm. that's what someone else. Yeah. This someone else says, you know, obvi- but, uh, that's Sometimes obvious. It helps right? you sleep, though, if you, you got to time exactly. it right. But like then you're like, oh, Right. I mean, I've worked out. Right. I mean, don't you fall asleep like right after sex? I would think it'd be like great sleep. Yeah, I know. You just got to like, yeah, you got to time it right. Don't don't start too late. Exactly. So basically, go have sex, athletes. Don't worry about it. Have sex in that Olympic village. What happens there stays there. Just, you know, don't stay up till four in the morning before a match having sex. Start started at like 10 p.m go to bed by 11. Perfect. <laughs> what a wholesome schedule. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to jump into the mailbox, but first, let's take a quick commercial break. This episode is sponsored by Title. To promote Usher's new video for No Limit, Title and Usher have introduced the No Limit dance campaign for fans on social media. Call entries will run August 10th through August 22nd with fans encouraged to film themselves reenacting choreography from Usher's No Limit video and share using the hashtag hashtag title X No Limit contest across social media. And we know you guys are big social media users. Yeah. We love seeing your tweets and your your, your snaps and your, and your brands. Instas. 
young kids. Anyway, all oh that God. all that gramming and tweeting is going to pay off because on September 5th, Usher will choose three finalists to be flown to a master dance class in Atlanta taught by Usher's choreographer. From those three finalists, a winner will be chosen through a nationwide voting pool open to the online community. The grand prize winner will be invited to visit Usher on a set of an upcoming music video and will have the opportunity to take over Usher's social media handles while on set. That's awesome. Do you think we're allowed to submit? Um, well, we're going to we're because going. one of my favorite things in the world is to say, Usher, Usher. You know, like I Usher interviewed does. him before. Yeah. Is he a nice guy? Good the guy. The nicest guy. I, I, was so I can't excited. wait to run his social media handles when I win this contest. Yeah. He autographed a picture for me. I gave it to my little sister. <laughs> wow. I know. Kept it in the family. I can ask for that back anytime. Uh, guys, the No Limit video can be found on title.com slash Usher. And contest rules can be viewed at titlexnolimit.splashthat.com. Now let's let's get get back back to the show. show. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? All right. Hold on. I'm going to... Oh, here we go. I got it. Sorry, guys. I'm working on an iPad this week. Oh, gadget. I don't know what these kids use today. Oh, God. Um, Okay. So this week, we're doing something fun. We're reading messages that people sent us. We love we love doing that. We get messages in the mailbox, too. Not yeah, just like, questions. Like, like from their online dating profiles that they get. Um, so first up, we got uh, two messages from Marissa. She has been using Plenty of Fish, and she's been getting some interesting messages. First one says, hey, girl, my name is Katie. OC is currently... What? OC is currently locked up at Mill Creek Correctional, so I have been holding his page down for him. Oh, keep until reading he it. Keep comes, reading it. Until he comes home in January. He would love a chance to get to know a nice girl such as yourself. Please don't hesitate to ask me any questions you may have. Thanks, smiley face. So basically, yes. I, I found these messages. I was so excited about them. So I know you're probably confused at first. You're like, why is Katie writing yeah. Marissa? Marissa's interested in men. I'll tell you why. Because Katie is, I don't know, OC, whoever whoever she had like swiped on or was interested in, uh, is his sister, is his like... A very pimp, good friend. Is his pimp good friend <laughs> who's like... Katie the pimp. That's a Katie, cute name for a pimp. Katie is messaging girls on behalf of somebody in jail saying, hey... I'm trying to set up like basically a, a date or I don't know, a fuck buddy for my friend or brother. I don't know their relationship when he gets right. out of jail. That's insane. I love that. He like, can't like he's staying active. He doesn't want his profile to go dormant. He needs to keep it going. He needs to have a lady immediately the day he gets he's out. Like, Oh my God, my, I'm going to jail. The only thing I'm afraid of about going to jail is I won't be able to stay active on my day. Right. Apps. Somebody please, please keep it up. Please, please watch my plant and my dating apps while I'm in jail. Um, the next message that Marissa got was from 420 smoke tree. I bet this is going to be a good one. He says, would you come to Hillsboro and bring a female friend and have a threesome with me? No, <laughs> no 420 smoke tree. It's just like ease into the question, you know? Yeah. Maybe don't open with the threesome question. I also found a message that my, my little sister sent. This Molly. Do, do you want to read it since you're uh, no, go related? For it. My sister loves you. Go for it. Oh my God. Stop. Hi, Molly. Hi, um, Molly. What did this man say to sweet little innocent Molly? He said, hi, 
My name is Anthony, and I am a musician and composer just finishing my MFA in music. All good. good. All good. good. My sister loves music. She's always going to concerts. She has lots of friends who are musicians. Could be a a good match. All good so far. I don't know if you're interested, but I'd love to find someone to hang out with and maybe play sexually a bit. Too fast. Too fast. (laughs) Um, I've been really wanting to explore my submissive side with someone who will dominate me in the bedroom. Yeah, Molly. I think you're quite attractive from your pictures, and I'd be interested in chatting uh, if you are also. No worries if it's not your thing. Okay. And if you want to submit this message to a podcast we're not, to be read yeah, to lots we're, of people. We're not dissing people. that If you're into the submissive... Oh, dominate, not at all. We had we had Tobleon who talked about being dominated by a dominatrix right. a couple episodes ago. And like, that was so cool. Here's the thing. If you don't know someone else is interested in that... You got to ease into this shit. Also, I just think it's rude to be bringing up sex in your first message to somebody. Yeah, I think even if you're just looking for a sexual relationship, you can still treat the person uh, like a human and, uh, you know, like a human with personality and ease into it. Just I know. Talk. Don't you want to even know? I mean, I don't know. But also, do you want to waste their time if if all of a sudden he starts talking about music? And my, my sister's like, oh, my God, I'm like dating this guy he's got like a bfa in music theory or whatever it was well i mean i think you would get to it pretty mfa mfa is mfa in music and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he's like hey wanna wanna let me dominate you and she'd be like why i thought this was a nice this is i thought this was a guy that was in a normal but also i mean who knows what this guy is looking for maybe he wants a relationship but he also wants that like submissive dominant sexual relationship i would say take a cue from uh oh my god i almost said gray's anatomy <laughs> oh uh 50 shades of gray's anatomy take a cue from 50 shades of gray he even he eased into it and got to know her yeah, first. before he brought her to the dungeon. dungeon the even, pain room even he eased into it anyways if you guys want your listener questions answered or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share like marissa and molly thanks for sharing ladies Email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website, thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is you need boob confidence. Yes, you do. Boobs come in all different shapes and sizes. We also got an email not too long ago from somebody. We did our episode called... You should have vagina confidence. Correct. And she wrote in and she said she loved it. But what about boob confidence? Because she was lacking in boob confidence. Um, She sent pictures of herself. She's like beautiful in shape. She loves to work out. She's got huge boobs and she's like a very nice boyfriend. Picture of her pictures of her boobs. Not like of her nips, but you know, you could see her covered in her her boobs with clothing over them. Why was she? not confident she about them. said she doesn't know why she just always felt weird about them and she doesn't feel sexy when her boobs are exposed boobs being too big uh, has never been the issue for me <laughs> oh, same I, i've got small little baby boobs same I, that's something we have in common you know i have actually grown more confident about my boobs as time has gone on i think when i was younger boobs and not in a bra they look like elf shoes yes. let's be honest i love that they is look, that is that an original Laura Lane? It is. Um, it's so accurate. They look like little elf shoes, and I used to just hate them. I used to wear. I mean, I still sometimes do if I'm just in the mood to have big boobs. I wear those Victoria's Secret like up 
two cup size bras. Oh, but- I tried one of those on once and it was, I had like what my mom calls an ass chest where <laughs> your boobs look like a butt crack. <laughs> but to each their own yeah i i still wear those i i switch it up so like if you're friends with me you're like one day my boobs like are very small b the next day they're like a small d (laughs) i've I've never worn like the the two sizes up one but i've never not worn a padded bra like i can't my boobs are too small i gotta i think like i don't know i have a lot of friends that have small boobs and clothes just look better on them I think. Well, a lot of like designer clothes are designed for rail thin women. Yeah. Oh, interesting thing about boob confidence. Uh-huh. So we grew up in a generation where it was kind of, I don't know, like the late 80s was all about like curvy Cindy Crawfordy. Like mm-hmm. I think we all wanted to have like big boobs. And right. Family that was like the era stuff. of ass chest. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I was talking to Carly, our head gum intern. Yes. She was telling me that all of her friends. So Carly's like a little bit younger than us. She's a lot younger than us. I mean, really, I think we'd look like we'd be friends. We look like the same age. And then she's like, oh. What do you, how old, much younger do you think she is? She's 19. I don't think no. she can drink. Oh, fuck. All right. Legally. Anyways, she was saying all, all right, maybe we're not the same age. <laughs> I couldn't be her mom, though. That's no, not, that not is true. physically possible. She just wouldn't get I think any if of we, our references if we go if we we hung out though it wouldn't be weird people wouldn't be right. like who's this young person hanging out this old per-? we look like we could be friends right we don't have like mom haircuts right anyway she was saying that all of her friends and her they don't wear bras she's like no none of my friends Lord. wear bras that's like a new thing they don't wear bras well, that was also a thing in the 90s i guess if you watch like old episodes of friends jennifer aniston's nips were always out she's really? always wearing like white t-shirts with no bra well it just made me realize that like she has a lot of boob confidence and maybe we There's we all need to, to learn to have, from that yeah i've grown to have more boob confidence i think i mean i think back on like the first time somebody ever saw my boobs like you know when i like took yeah. my shirt off in front of a guy and like yeah it's like weird you don't well and you you, you have, see maybe you see your friend's boobs and like right got like darker nipples or lighter nipples or like i remember seeing my friend's boobs and there's like big old areolas and then i was like <laughs> oh my god that's like what i'm supposed to have i have like kind of tiny ones and i got really self-conscious right about my boobs not looking right and then i realized like no like they're all different well boobs not unlike vaginas and snowflakes are all different and all great they are they're all great. You might have a uh, different color. There are different colored nipples. You know what? You might have like a stray hair on one of your boobs. Well, hey. I pluck that shit out. And you know what? I'm here to tell you. It happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten hairs on my boobs and then I shave it off. You shave it? I do. Gross. Because plucking hurts. Wait, Whatever. you Listen. shave your boobs? <laughs> yeah. You know Wait, what? but then it's going to... We're gonna... getting really real. It's gonna... I don't just have boob confidence. I have boob shave confidence. Wait, but then they, the hair grows back like... um. That's a myth darker no like spiky no well i take care i'm very shape have you ever like actually attentive. cut your nipple oh my with God, your no. razor well, it's not like on my nip where's the hair it's like nip adjacent <laughs> uh so i did like laser hair under my armpits uh-huh. as i've told you about uh and like one time there was like a stray hair kind of on my nipple i was like could you just like zap that one too <laughs> did they do it they totally did it oh. it's great that's that's that is great one yeah. day I want to laser my arms like yours. They're smooth. We're going to do an episode about armpit confidence next. Yeah, exactly. Although right now my armpits are sweating because we had to turn the air conditioning off. Anyways, it's time for our reason of the week. Breakdown. We 
are playing a game called Booby Countdown. Angela and I have to think of as many words for boobs as we can back and forth. Whoever cannot think of a word loses. This game is going to go on forever. I don't know. Uh, maybe you've got a big lexicon of <laughs> boob terminology. But uh, you, if you're like stumbling, you have like two seconds to think okay. of one. This has got to be quick. We're just going to have to police each other. This we is don't like have a judge. This is like a game that I used to play, not about boobs, but about other topics when we'd play right. King's Cup. With yeah, like the ca- the card that. drinking game, I played it like, differently. I think. Well, it was all all the cards. Or it was had, that was one of right. Yes, that was like one of the cards. That was one of the cards, and it, and yes. you have to pick a category. So they'd be like cars, and you'd be like Mercedes, uh, Toyota, Prius, blah 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 right. blah blah. All right, we're doing boobs. it with boobs. Are you ready? Yeah. Who's starting? Um, you start. Okay. Go. Tits. Boobs. Nips. Breasts. Milk bags. Titties. Breasts. Milk duds. Uh, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, melons. Oh my God. That was the one I had in my head. Oh shit. Lumps. Oh my God. Uh, gazungas. Double mountains. Uh, 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 oh my God. What the fuck? I'm blanking. Three. I'm giving oh you three God, seconds. Wait, wait, let me. I'm touching my three, boobs for inspiration. Two, uh, fun bags. Black eyed peas. You can't just name <laughs> Fergie's bands. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> what was her other one? Orchard something. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Pillows. Dirty pillows. Isn't that one? Dirty pillows. I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, three globes globes oh my god what's something else that's round peaches (laughs) you already said melons oh i can't name fruit orbs 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 nope (laughs) no i i think i win i don't we might have even said one twice i don't know it's hard when you're focusing on what you're gonna say next and there's nobody else being i know i know but Okay. It's we, really hard. I bet, oh my God, any guys listening to this podcast are probably so yeah. frustrated right now. They're like, are you kidding me? I can think of like 50, even the women are probably like, you guys are so dumb. I can think of 50 words right on, now. Guys. It's hard when you're on the spot. But Let me just tell you. It's pretty amazing that there are so many words for a body part. Like, I think we, half the ones we said don't count. You but. can't play that game with another body part. You can't play yes, it with you like can. your hands phalanges i guess that's just fingers (laughs) anyways we hope we have cleared up this week's reason of the week that is it for this week's this is why you're single podcast for more reasons you're single check out our book available on amazon barnes and noble and our audiobook on audible if you like listening to things yep you can also follow us on instagram and twitter if you like looking at and reading things we're at your single show our personal accounts are at spherodactyl and i'm at the laura lane on instagram and laura lane underscore on twitter yeah yeah um make sure you like and subscribe on itunes pretty please and thank you for listening we'll We'll see you next week next week Bye. bye This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>